dominate the world. We dominate the world. We dominate the world. We dominate, we dominate, we dominate, we dominate, we dominate the world. Uh, we're a few weeks now after your big win at the Barras. Uh, how's your feeling been since then? Is it kind of sunk in you? Uh, I think it's, it's starting to, uh, just the way things have kind of worked out now, um, after the Barras, I've just kind of, things have just got busier and busier. Um, I've not really had a chance to take my bit after gas yet, but no, the, the past couple of days it's kind of started to sink in, especially now that the rematch has been announced and stuff like that. Uh, it's starting to kind of get, starting to feel a wee bit more real. Yeah, because you've been, you have been, as you said to me, you've been pretty busy. Pretty much. Aye. <laughs> Absolutely swarmed. This is the first chance you've actually had to speak to anybody, really. That's it, aye. Yep, you're the first one. Oh, brilliant. Exclusive. That's what I like to hear. That's it, aye. Aye, because obviously you have been a champion before in other, in other promotions, but obviously now you're a world champion. It's a, a Grand Slam champion as well. I mean, only the second in the country's history, ICW. How's that feel? <laughs> I well, you know what, it was always something kind of like in the back of my head. Um, obviously, BT was the first Grand Slam champion, but I just kind of, it was a constant thing. I was always saying like I can, I can date everything. Just like obviously, it was kind of gone unnoticed at the time and stuff like that. But then as it started getting closer, and then obviously winning the square go and the King of Insanity back at the Hydro and stuff like that, I was like, this is it. Like, it's a real chance to tick off all the boxes and be the first person to do it. I mean, uh, talking about the square go, I mean, uh, you, you spoke to us at Suplex Retweet just before uh, the square mm-hmm. go, and we were, um, you were many of our guys' picks, so um, I, we, were, we were quite pleased to see you win that one. I mean, uh, <laughs> how did that feel? That was a, that was quite a party atmosphere in the ABC that night. Oh, I, I, man, it was some buzz. <laughs> I, it was just, it was one of the things, like, just... Obviously, it was such a, like a long day, just kind of waiting throughout the show, because like, I was only, I was in at number 30, so just sitting there, like, it just the anticipation just kept building and building. Every time you heard that buzzer going and seeing somebody else going out in the crowd's reaction and stuff, it was that way, started getting a bit antsy, like, oh, I hope I get the same reaction and stuff like that. But it was just, uh, finally, like, when it was in there, and it was down to just myself and Mark, and the crowd were, like, 50-50 between the two of us, and we kind of just both looked at each other and, like, this is, this is brilliant, man, this is what we live for when we want it. When people say we want to be professional wrestlers, like it's the kind of moments they were talking about. It was just, it was brilliant. Yeah, because obviously Mark, Mark's really popular himself, you know, and I think Aye. he's got his loyal fans in there as well, so I think the place would have went equally as mental if he won it. Aye, he's a cracking worker, man. I mean, just like, he's the exact same as myself. Mark's only a year older than me. I mean, we've grafted for everything we've got, and I genuinely, I'm so happy with everything he's getting just now as well, obviously, winning his energy title and stuff like that. Um, so I was just happy to see some of the younger boys starting to kind of get the push towards the, the, the spotlight. Aye, because obviously you were talking about kind of the anticipation of Super Bowl, I remember, because obviously Aspen, Lewis and Kayleigh were all the first ten. Aye, aye. And you've all pretty much got the, you've got the same theme and the same, so it's kind of like, what one is it? What one is it? Well, that's it. I, uh, I think that was kind of the reason behind it was just to keep building the suspense among the fans, kind of thing. Um, obviously, kind of in the lead up to the square, well, I think I was one of the kind of top, the top contenders, sorry, for like people that thought they were going to win it and stuff like that. So I think that was it. And obviously, because there's so many of us, we all use the same engines, music, and saw the same videos and stuff like that. I think that was just a way to kind of keep constantly teasing people. Aye. Uh, it wasn't even just, it didn't just work out the crowd, it was teasing me every time I off, like... <laughs> 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 
championship reign now, obviously, you're kind of, you're following in the footsteps now of some of some big names who have held that belt. You're talking about the likes of, obviously, Drew Galloway, obviously Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre now in WWE. You could pick Kelly and Dane, even the likes of Shado and Trent Seven. Uh, how many yeah, that's it. Today, guys? Oh, I mean, it's monumental, man. I mean, um, like, literally, the night I won the title, I came back and checked my phone and one of the first things I'd seen was a message from Drew himself. Um, he chopped over a wee message just saying like congratulations and stuff and obviously just kind of letting me know like this is when the real work starts. Like, I am, like I, I always say like I've bust my ass to get where I've gone. Um, but there's no time now to take the fit off the pedal. It's time to just drop a gear and keep pushing forward. It's good to see Drew still keeping an eye on the guys there here. Obviously had the, the Drew no, definitely. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it was a great success. I wasn't, I wasn't able to get there myself. I was kind of busy over the weekend, but um, I kept like I followed it myself and such. And I seen the kind of the tweets and stuff that Drew had put out. Um, I thought it was just a cracking thing, so especially for all the younger guys trying to get through just now. Puts a back in a mainstream attention their way as well. I mean, some of the, the some of the guys in it were obviously getting retweets from a guy like Drew. Exactly, I killing it now on Raw. for the moment, hopefully that goes well. Yes, <laughs> indeed, I. I got the best. I'm hoping he gets everything he's always wanted. Ah, uh, definitely. I think that's a better second run for him than his first run, 100%. Oh, aye. Absolutely. Oh, the complete package now, I think, to be fair. Yep, yeah, that's it. He did exactly what he had to, and now he's reaping all the benefits. Oh, totally. It's obviously helping the other rest of the guys, obviously the attention he's brought to the, the oh, industry over here. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, going back obviously now to the actual match at the Baromania, uh, mm-hmm. obviously there was a moment where your music hit, obviously it was still during the match. I mean, what was kind of your feelings like uh, just before your music hit, obviously backstage waiting for this to happen? I mean, was there a bit of butterflies or were you quite calm? <laughs> you know what, see, we're just even looking back on it. I can't really remember, I don't know if it was just like the kind of surge of adrenaline or but it's, I can't even really remember what was running through my head at the time, I was just kind of, I think because like I was kind of like a gorilla position, there were so many people and like everybody was like hugging me and wishing me good luck and stuff, like literally right up to the point where my entrance music hit, I was literally just sort of grabbed the briefcase and then that was, it was go time, um, it wasn't until, I kinda, it, it wasn't until obviously I'd pinned whiplash and I, I kind of had that split second to just sit and like look at the crowd and look at the carnage that they two created right about us and um, I think that was just kind of the I think it was after it was done was when the butterflies kind of sank in if you get what I mean Aye. like it was just obviously and then I had the, the ladder match previous to that so it was leading up to it like my mind was just on that like get that out of the way and then I can really concentrate what's coming next but it just it, oh, seemed to happen so quickly to be honest it was Aye, totally. I mean, that ladder match as well. I mean, that, that was something going from a ladder match like that. You then having to go <laughs> there and yeah, obviously, there wasn't exactly a, a clean canvas when you went out there. There was obviously so, weapons galore in there, so... Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, I didn't even, obviously, it was Whiplash and BT that done the, the whole shenanigans with the glass, but even I'm sitting here, like, that's two weeks after it, my hands have still got cuts and scratches and I'm covered in bruises and stuff. Like, I was only in there for two minutes, like... Oh, mate, I talked to Thomas, no, after one of my mates got a, a, a was it a boomerang video of the moment that uh, the glass shattered. Oh, right, aye. I the glass go to Thomas's face and back. Oh, aye. No, I seen the, I think there was a slow motion, like, gif on, uh, on Twitter. Aye. And it was the same, like, you could just say it's like, a, almost like half the panel, man, just scalps him in the face. You just see the hands go up and he, like, falls onto the ropes kind of thing, aye. But it was even like, I was the other side of the ring and I felt glass, like, bouncing off my face and my chest and stuff like that when I was lying down. And just, it was, it was a war zone, man. <laughs> 
it's absolutely crazy. But some uh, spectacle. I mean, I remember the reactions of where the crowd I was with. We were standing right next to <coughs> the entranceway, where the the, the main bit was, and when we seen the oh, right, Lewis and Aspen coming behind you with that, that sheet of glass, it was like, oh, oh that's it, going to go well. <laughs> I know, I, I just, I kind of tried not to look at it too much, just kind of like, right, get in here and get busy, and hopefully I'll no notice, but, no, I mean, like, I, I doff my hat to Whiplash, man, it takes a serious, a serious sack of cojones to be able to pull off something like that, man, and, I don't know, so I'd rather him than me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's, good to, it's good to see he's recovering well. I seen a, um, put a sort on Twitter the other day that he's been he's still pumping the weights away. I mean, he's, he's, uh, uh, yeah, he seems to be. Uh, he's definitely he's on the mend, and I hope to see him back sooner rather than later. Uh, that, that's good. Uh, talk about your match of the night, obviously with Kenny. How do you think that went? Obviously, as a uh, I, no, honestly, I was that was some bad. Uh, I've been looking forward to it. Like I've not done a ladder match in must be. Oh, I don't know, at least two, three years or something. I think the last one I done was the night the NAK broke up. We had uh, the multi man. It was all the members of the NAK. Hey, okay. um, I that was it. I, it was the night we defected to the Black Label. Um, had some good ladder matches in history. I remember the the one was it you and Davey versus NAK and Smith and Death. Smith and Death Squad. Aye, Oh, that was hectic as well, because I mean, Tommy End obviously like was quite hot on the circuit at that point, so he was travelling about, and as I believe he was down south or something, and he literally got to the venue, I mean, like, half an hour before we went out, so it was literally just all these bodies, Tommy walks in and we all just start screaming ideas at him, like, get ready, let's go! <laughs> like, yeah, I bet. Oh, absolutely. That's it. Everybody just seems to be going from strength to strength just now. I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy. People said, like, the boom period happened about, like, say, four or five years ago. I think it's, like, it's not even a boom period. It's going to be, like, a boom century, man. Like, everything just seems to be getting bigger and badder and stronger. I'm thinking that myself. It's a good chance to launch a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Capitalise on that. Definitely. Bye. The match with Kenny was really good. I mean, uh, there's some good spots in that as well. The table one outside looked pretty interesting. How, how, how did that feel on you? It looked quite sore. Oh, that's that's sucked. Freaking floppy donkey business, man. That was horrific. I mean, I take it you were meant to go through that table. Oh, aye, aye. Do you know what the thing was? It was one of those ones like it hit with a thud kind of thing. And then I remember, like, so we've, uh, we've hit the table and, like, slid down to the floor. And I just remember sitting there thinking, my big toe is throbbing, man. <laughs> like, my big toe was in... And Kayleigh, like, you'll probably be able to see it back if you look at... Um, if you check the on-demand. But Kayleigh crawls over to me. Obviously, she's expected the table to break, so she's all panicked. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm just sitting there, like, I think I've broke my big toe. My big toe is really, really sore. And she burst out laughing, but... Was that where I was like, I'm not kidding, stop laughing at me, my big toe is really hurt just now. That was quite close to the as well, you had to get back in there pretty quickly and do the finish. I know, I know, I was kind of hoping Kenny was going to give me a wee bit of a break, but no chance man, that boy was buzzing. He was straight up that ladder, I was like, oh god's sake, but nah, it was cracking man, it was honestly, it was something that he just went, like it was an emotional rollercoaster, like, not even just for the audience, but for myself. I was just sort of like, from watching the crowd come in and stuff like that, and then seeing the first match, Obviously, like, Jackie and Lionheart absolutely nailed it, man. The, the ovation those boys were getting, it was putting the absolute fear up everybody backstage, but it was just, no, what a night. It was absolutely incredible. I mean, um, 
the thing about it, us guys at the Suppliers Retweet, we, we actually thought it was going to be a full Filthy Mania running wild that night as well. Obviously, <laughs> that, I, mean, I think the phrase was used was uh, Glasgow's never going to be as filthy as it was that night. I <laughs> know, uh, I think we were hoping for a, a complete washout, but uh, things just weren't to be. But I think we'd, we made a good statement that night anyway. Aye, totally. I mean, the thing about your cash in at that po- that event as well, Baramania, I mean, it kind of felt to me like obviously it was full circle from what you had last year. I mean, we had the uh, Whiplash returning with your match with Enfu at the last year's Baramania. And then obviously, aye, well, that was it, aye. You pin, and obviously, for you to pin Whiplash in during a death match and you being the King of Insani, it's pretty much like the, it was all there for you. No, it was pretty cool. I was pretty, it was just, I don't know, sometimes it's like. ICW, I think, gets a lot of stick from some of the fans and stuff about kind of creative not being what it used to be. But I think when the guys in the office, when they nail it, like they they fucking nail it, man. Like there's there's nothing better. Um, and I think that was that's just one of those prime examples. It's something new people are going to be able to come into the products and literally watch me grow up from a little boy. And then especially as you said, the the past year between you know Baromania last year and then this year is just. Uh, it has, it's done exactly what you said, it's come completely full circle and it's, it's kind of it's awfully exciting now to see see where we go and see what the new chapters are going to be like. I mean, totally, I mean, it's going to have a nice ring to the tongue when you come out, leader of the filthy generation, king of insanity, grand slam champion, world heavyweight champion. Oh, right, there's, a, there's a t-shirt to come out soon as well, don't worry, I'm no sleeping on that. You must be king the merchandise enough. Well, that's, that's got to be my next one. I've already got the king out of it now, so why not go for merchandise? Aye, so. I mean, like I said, we all expected you, some of, most of us expected you to cash in, but it was interesting to see you cash in the way you did. I mean, all Seth Rollins, WrestleMania 31 style, I mean. Aye, uh, yeah. Did you, Rollins as well? Did you kind of expect that beforehand? And what was it like to do it that way? Well, no, I mean, there had always been kind of plans leading up to it, but I think they, they get changed quite quickly. But I mean, when obviously the idea of what was going to happen at the Barrys get pitched to me, I, I did that sat myself and thought, aye, that's, that's quite Seth Rollins there. I think that's kind of what appealed to me a wee bit, was just the, the kind of similarity. Because I remember sitting watching that WrestleMania and thinking, like, of all the cash ins I've seen, that was, that was just perfect man and it kind of I don't know it was, a, it was a nice wee ending to my own story in the same sort of as you said like it's obviously two different sort of products but we share a lot of similarities and stuff like that um, and I just think it, it wrapped it up in a, a nice wee bone you know it's out there for everybody to see yeah, like I say, as well, ring, uh, ring-wise as well, there is there's some similarities with you and Rollins, obviously, kind of guys who have came from a high-flying style now to the heavyweight division type thing, you know, and improving <laughs> all the time, you know, so that was even more poetic, I think, the actual in-ring comparisons too. Uh, I suppose, I mean, I've heard shit Seth Rollins getting chanted at me a few times, but even though they're saying shit, I still take it as a bit of a compliment. <laughs> that's, that's not the worst thing, you know, Seth Rollins, <laughs> the fat man, you know, he's killing it. Ah, exactly, you know? exactly. Uh, so I obviously you've got you kind of mentioned it as well. You've, the upcoming Fight Club, obviously this Sunday coming up, uh, mm-hmm. rematch with BT. Uh, mm-hmm. quite quickly. I mean, what's kind of your feelings of your first defence? What you, what's your thoughts on it? Oh, what a fucking first defence, man. Um, I mean, me and BT, we've not had a, a singles encounter since they've been the, the first Hydro show when we had the casket match. Um, so it's been a wee while, like we always, we've always got a bit of chemistry when we step in the ring, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens when, obviously, we've never done it for the, the World Heavyweight title, so 
as they're obviously an extra wee added bonus in there, so it'll be quite interesting to see how we can up ourselves for the last team. Yeah, because obviously all these uh, fight clubs in the garage, I mean, they've killed it this, this year as well, they've been absolutely brilliant, so I think this yes, thank you. top it off. Uh, and you've also got to uh, also look over your shoulder as well, because you've got the number one contenders match, it's going to be on that night as well. Between That's it. Another one of your old pals, Chris Renfrew, and uh, the ECT. I mean, if you had to kind of pick one, and obviously I know you're a guy, I mean, you're coming from the beating anybody, but if you had to, obviously if you beat BT and you had to pick between one of these two, what would you, who would be the one you would kind of want to face? Yeah, both of them. <laughs> both of them. I hope, it's a, I hope it's a draw and I get to fight both of them. I don't know, that's a, that's a hard question, man. Like, I've got, I, don't, I feel as if I've got a lot of chemistry and stuff with the both of them, kind of both on different sort of styles and stuff like that. I think it would take a bit less of a doing if I went in with DCT, but again, I, no, I, I don't think I could pick between the two of them, I think. As Adam, I'm welcoming all and any challengers, so they can bring it on. You've always have been a fighting champion in terms of loving anything you've had, you know, obviously you've always been willing to take to, to one up everybody. Uh, oh, so in terms of coming, we're obviously got we're on the road now to the next ABC the uh, Shubs Shubs. party uh, the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the next few months got in store for you guys? Obviously, in the, uh, with the rest of the filthy generation, you're hoping just to continue just dominating the world. Well, of course, exactly. That's it's not just a model; it's a way of life. Since the night we got together, we've we've absolutely ripped the ass out of that company, and I don't plan and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So I is obviously we're, we're looking at maybe just taking over all the girl, maybe changing it to Friday Night Fight Club to Filth Club or something like that. But I, I'll be I'll be happy once I've taken over everything. No, I I'd definitely be on board with that. One final one final thing for you, mate. I mean, just in case uh, BT's listening, you get any words for the upcoming show and any words before the garage? Aye, he's a tough guy. Probably one of the toughest people I faced inside the ring. But if you look at the track records, I mean, every time it means something, I always seem to walk away with a big W. So now that I've I'm on this this steam train. A success. I don't see this being the the challenge to overturn it. So I feel quite confident. That's all the questions I've got, Stevie. Again, uh, thanks for giving us that kind of first insight, mate. That was all, that was good. Yeah, no problem at all. Listen, cunts. I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you're honking bag of. D- tips you know what you should be doing you should be going online you should be subscribing you should be listening to the back catalogue of eat sleep suplex retweet whatever the fuck you're doing that's what you should be doing i don't care if it's your mum's birthday i don't care if she's feeling contractions get on it right now